Combo Nation, we are out here. Listen to Combo's Court, what up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 108 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Today's show, co-host of Ball is Life's Four Seasons podcast, Zach Noble joins in to discuss Steph's unfortunate injury, the Carl Anthony Towns Joel Embiid fight, early rookie of the year candidates, and much, much more, man. Go subscribe to the Four Seasons podcast and follow Zach on Twitter at Zach Noble. That's Z-A-K-N-O-B-L-E. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Track. Zach Noble, Four Seasons Podcast, man. Welcome to Combo Discord. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. I'm ready to get into things. Happy Halloween, man. I'm not really a Halloween guy, but you know. Happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I gave, I gave it up a few years back. I mean, I'm sure somebody could talk me into getting out there and dressing up, but I'm, uh, I got my Towns jersey on, so... Uh, it's pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> teach kids about MMA fighting and boxing a little bit as they approach my door. <laughs> All right. Um, how was your pod today, by the way? How'd it go? You know, it was, it was good. I was actually... I was on somebody else's, so I didn't do my own today, but... Uh, it was a good day, good day to be on pods, I guess. All right, so tell me more about Four Seasons. Tell me more about it. I know it's under the umbrella of Ball is Life. But so how'd you get involved with the podcast? How'd the podcast come about? Absolutely. So um, we, we've been going for about two and a half years now. I uh, okay. randomly met my partner as soon as I met the, uh, moved to Kansas City. I, moved, I lived three years in Boston, uh, moved to Kansas City. And uh, literally within the first few months, I met my partner and uh, I, I've been wanting to do a podcast for like the last five years. It's been an idea for me. I, I'm normally a guy that acts a little quicker than that, but it took me two and a half years to finally meet somebody I wanted to do one with. And so I'm not a very technical and um, a guy that likes editing on software and stuff like that, doing videos. And my partner was all about that. So he did that. I decided I'm going to be the business and the guy that gets guests because I'm in sales. I've been in sales ever since I graduated college in 2013, and it uh, worked out. We played to both of our strengths, both got different personalities, and um, honestly, we've had over 120-plus guests now, 40-plus NBA players, and really happy with how far we've come. It's been a really fun journey and grind, but uh, I treat it as another full-time job. Um, hopefully, it'll become a full-time job here sooner than later, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like we're going the right way, and Ball's life has been great for us. Uh, we've been with them for about six months now, and uh, yeah, just hopefully the players keep getting bigger and things keep moving forward and onward. I guess. Right. So, you, oh, so the podcast didn't start with Ball's life; it kind of just evolved into that. Absolutely. Yep. We uh, basically uh, we started with. A comp- we we got our first company. I mean, we, we started freelance, doing it by ourselves. The first uh, 
few months and we got partnered with a company and somebody would get our name out there a little more. So, I mean, we, we got in with smaller companies at the beginning and slowly, gradually worked our way up and got picked up by Ball is Life eventually. And um, honestly, it's been great for us and um, helped us get bigger guests and uh, get our name out there to a lot more people and bring on advertisers. So it's been great. Am I mistaken or do you have a, do you have a background as an agent? Uh, no, you're right. Okay. So um, that was always kind of my dream job, honestly. Growing since sixth grade, I wanted to be an agent. I, I went to grad school uh, to get that extra degree to become an agent and um, really close with NFL players. I, my guys got injured in the draft or else they would have made it. And I mean, I got a guy or two in the XFL right now I'm helping out, but uh, oh, wow. not, not making a ton of money uh, doing it. And I've sent a bunch of guys overseas for basketball here and there and um, slowly getting away from it. But I mean, I, I know what, how to do it. And, um, get after it. If I uh, came across a player, I just could never break in with a bigger agency and whatnot. And cause that was going to get me to go full time in that industry. But uh, I found this and that's what got me into podcasting. Why I always wanted to get into it because it's one Avenue where you can create your own path. Like nobody right. can get your way of getting into the, one of the hardest industries in the world. And that's the sports industry. And um, honestly, I've made more connections than, um, I thought I ever had, and that's just basically from working my ass off. Right. As a podcaster, you learn so much because you have all these great conversations that you met, never might not even have a reason to have, like if you didn't yeah. have the podcast, you know. Man, I know dealing with overseas uh, as an agent must be tough because you got to deal with that extra agent who speaks their language over there, uh, deals with their jurisdiction. So I know it's not an easy job. So kudos to you, man. <laughs> Thank you. You got it. Now you got it. So did you get a chance to watch the Kevin Durant interview today? Uh, pieces, pieces, just like the main highlights. It's crazy. Cause when I hear him on Bill Simmons, it was such a great pod when him and Bill get together, like such great podcasts. And when he comes to first take, it, it seems like he doesn't even want to be there. It's right. like all their opposites. Like I don't really, he almost seems like an artist that's on a press run that feels like he has to be there. And like with Bill Simmons, it was like the total opposite. So that kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. It's like Kanye West and his mood swings. You don't know which one you're going to get. And uh, that's kind of how I felt as well with Kevin Durant today. It's like, why go? I mean, you can yeah. do whatever you want, man. You don't have – that's something you don't have to do. But I think he's just bored and likes talking. Uh, but he'll decide, like, what he wants to put out there and portray. I mean, he's a guy that – I mean, the internet, I mean, we all know it's the day, like, you can't really hide from who you truly are. I mean, the internet exposes right. it all, so – um, why not? Unless, your, unless you're Kawhi, you just don't post anything. Exactly. Else you are. <laughs> yep. Or, I mean, JJ Reddick, I mean, only does podcasting, got off social media because that's the only person like he wanted to portray. And like, that's all he cared about. He didn't care about all the superficial highlights of your life, I guess. So you're wearing a, you're wearing a cat jersey right now? I am, man. I'm yeah. born, he, born and raised in Minnesota. Did he tap out last night? I think Ben had him in the. It, it, it was very MMA-like. I, I think I saw him tap. I could pull up that video probably. I'm pretty sure he tapped out. I need a response from Joe Rogan. That's all I care about. <laughs> I, I need to know what him and Dana White are thinking. It's funny because Cal was this whole offseason was working in the a boxing gym and um, training and whatnot, looking all tough. And then he gets his one shining moment to show it off. And the one guy he, I feel like he despises more than anything, people knew this was building up. And, then he misses, completely strikes out, and he just lets Ben Simmons, his, uh, one of his best friends, I guess, sit on him and uh, put him in a chokehold. So that was pretty interesting. 
Yeah, it was good to see the camaraderie with Ben and Joel because there was like, I wouldn't say it, it was like a narrative or anything, but there was like little murmurs that, that they were having problems. So it's good to see them on the same page. I like that part of it. Um, right. And as you tweeted, uh, I think it's fair, two games each. Ben didn't get anything though, which is cool with me. I like Ben's game. I'd rather see him play. So it's all cool with me. I oh, thought, I thought, cool. I, you don't think he deserved one? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna say, I do this gif of him. This chokehold was legit. He's sitting <laughs> at him because he didn't want to go kill his teammate. You know what? Honestly, I thought really because of the, the malice in the palace. And I, I thought like every fight after that would get a ridiculous amount of games. So I'm glad it's only like two each and none for Ben. Yeah. I mean, the NBA, I mean, it's gotten softer and softer over the years. And I mean, I, I still love it no matter what, even though I wish it wasn't as soft as it is, but like, Hey, I, I was very surprised with just two games each and I, I'm okay with it for sure. John Moran rookie of the year. Are you with me? Ooh. I mean, he's had probably the best game by a rookie, but uh, RJ Barrett and, P.J. Washington are right there as well. And, and Hero. Yeah, and he's, he's coming. I, I need more out of him, but I definitely have those. Rui, I have Rui ahead of Tyler Hero. So, I mean, my order right now would be R.J., um, Rui at two, and then Ja at three. I think Ja's usage rate is going to be so high, and that's going to give him the advantage. Correct. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that's just through the small sample size of five Got games. you. Ja's my pick. Got you. So who do you feel will be the best player? Out of these rookies, out of I mean, all of them. it's hard, it's hard to say not say Zion, but um, number two on my big board from the draft was RJ. And everybody was super high on Ja, and everybody said it was a no brainer. Ja, I always I've always said RJ, so and I'm sticking with it. You feel the Pelicans are like really, really, really worried, or just really worried? Yeah, I'd <laughs> I, I stick with the first one. Really, really, you can't. I mean, starting off your career when you thought he was going to play game one. Um, yeah, it's you never want to start a guy like that, that body type out on an injury. You don't want to start out an injury, period. But then with that body type, and uh, it's, it's scary. Yeah, coming into this podcast, I was going to ask you Warriors or Mavs, who has the better chance to make the playoffs, but I think we know our answer now. Yeah, unfortunately, like the the Warriors hype was way too high. I thought through three games, they were one and two, and just playing good. And then especially after two games, it was one of the biggest overreactions early in the season. I thought, I mean, even if they would have got blown out yesterday and been one for three, I wouldn't have been worried yet uh, because I just believe in Steph and the rest of the team. And honestly, it, it's sad because Steph's one of my favorite all-time players. Um, this is honestly saving – this injury is saving his legacy, in my opinion, because if things for some reason would have turned out bad, this would have been a big knock on his legacy. And whether you agree or disagree, if that should be right or not, um, it would have been by a lot of people. Steph's an all-time great, but, uh, you know, when he was having that unanimous MVP season, there were people were saying, even a good friend of mine, Emiliano, shout to Emiliano, uh, were saying that Steph is better than LeBron, and I told him no way. And I think this kind of proves my point. Like, if LeBron was on this team instead of Steph, there's no way they would have went out. They would have came out to this start. Ooh, so LeBron started off – Four, plenty of times. I mean, his Miami Heat team. This bad, up. though? There were, the, I mean, I, I, the Suns were up 29 in the first quarter. Okay, getting blown out like that. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to go back and look at things. But, yeah, I mean, a, a win's a win, a loss is a loss. And, honestly, I'm a firm believer at the beginning of the year. Like, we've seen plenty of bad teams turn out 
turn out good the first 10, 15 games and then just fall apart. Like now is the time for the bad teams to take advantage of these vulnerable, really great teams because they, they know it's a marathon and they're vulnerable right now where great teams can start somehow start out really slow. Like look at the Rockets last year, for instance. Um, and then the Magic the last few years starting off pretty hot. Uh, it's the only time you can over really react on things and like, I like what these young players are doing. Like that type of stuff that that you don't see rookies start off this hot from time to time. And then right. They're starting off like, yeah, jump on that all you want. Sure. But when it comes to teams, I'm not going to overreact unless they're a team that was expected to win and they just start out legendary. I mean, it's that's that's just how I feel. I mean, where are you at? Yeah, I mean, I, he would have had a great season. Um, I don't know if it was great if it would have been as great as some people are saying, just because the spacing wouldn't be the same. Clay isn't there. Right. Durant isn't there. And it would have got tough at some points for him. And he is a smaller guy, you know, when you start getting in with the trees and there's less spacing. I mean, that's just – I mean, Kevin Durant and Clay just have more gravity than probably anybody ever besides Steph. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, you're, a, you're not wrong. I mean, I think this says – I think if the season would have turned out ugly and continued like this with Steph playing most of the games – and. Um, I think it would have said way more about Clay Thompson, to be honest, than it says about Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, right. it would have been a knock on Steph Curry because he should be able to bring any team. If he's a top 10, 15 player of all time, you should be able to bring anybody and everybody to the That's play. right. That's, that's how I feel. So, that's right. Um, it makes guys like you look at James Harden, Allen Iverson, Kevin Garnett, those type of guys that fall into that uh, 10 through 25 all time area, um, those guys bring some of the worst talent ever. Um, to the playoffs regardless and even further than that. So um, there's really no I, – I, I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, winning's the most important thing. That's why you play this game um, and the best lead to the most wins. Uh, but it, you, everything's in context. And that's why I say this injury is maybe saving Steph Curry's legacy, whether you think that's right or wrong. Yeah, maybe it's really – just maybe just this is like the Cinderella career and it could just go as perfect as possible. Obviously, we don't want <laughs> – Obviously, we don't want to see anybody get injured, but it's like, you know, he's just like, Steph's a great guy. He's, everything went right for him on the court. Uh, and nobody, nobody could imagine, like, him winning two MVPs. So maybe right. this is all, like, planning out the way it should for him. What if, uh, what if we see a 1996-97 Spurs? They were dominating with George Gervin and David Robinson before, and they, an injury goes down. Um, then they get lucky and get the first pick and end up with Tim Duncan, and then this dynasty just continues, and then the championships start coming. Like that's I can see this is that situation because Steph Curry is about the age David Robinson was then, um, and I really see those parallels. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just, will they trade D'Angelo Russell? Where, what are they going to do? Maybe freak out a little too much here. What are you expecting from Draymond now since he's the go-to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, D'Angelo and Draymond, I mean, I, I'm, I just expect numbers. I don't even know what to expect out of Draymond besides a lot of ejections and a lot of technicals because I think he's – Draymond's a guy that's not going to want to tank and he's going to want to continue to win at the best of his abilities and he's just going to take it out on everybody and it, it could get ugly. For sure, man. I, I posted a few poll questions on Instagram. Uh, Combo Nation, my followers, my my listeners, they love these questions. I'll give you, I'll give you two of them. Um, right. Will LBJ have at least one fifty-point game this season? Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now this is the tough one. If Giannis played in Euroleague, would he average twenty-seven plus points per game? I mean, if 
the way you prefaced that coming into it, but it's probably thinking him a little too hard on those FIBA games because they, they were benching him. And no, that's not it. That's that's I mean, not. Yes, I truly think he would because I mean it's his full time job, and they'd figure it out, and it it would adapt to a guy that's that amazing. Um, but that's tough to say. I mean, you, you look at looking at FIBA. I mean, there's definitely facts to back it up because that's what happened. But um, he wouldn't be playing for his national team and um, having to worry about uh, his health going into the, the season. So here's a few reasons why I think he wouldn't. First of all, EuroLeague points per game leaders is usually around 20 points per game. The, the games are 40 minutes long. When you dribble up in transition, they just foul you every time. So that's like a huge part of his game. Uh, the, the lane is crowded. Those are just a few of the reasons why I think he wouldn't. Yeah, no, I, those are fair reasons. And I, yeah. I mean, those are facts for sure, like to back it up. But like, I would come back at you and say, give me a player that resembles Giannis's play style in the past in EuroLeague. I mean, those that's guys a, are all playing in the NBA. That's a big fact. There's, there's nobody with his talent <laughs> right. in EuroLeague. That's for sure. Exactly. And I mean, it was funny this last show, the guy caught me out of off guard and he just goes on a huge rant, just bitching about analytics and just the league shooting way too many three point attempts. And I get the frustration and the annoyance and um, the, the unstructure, I guess, and the chuck it up before you F it up motto, I guess. But um, I just think, uh, that's it is what it is right now the game's eventually gonna go back towards the rim um and guys like Giannis and B, Joe yeah Cat. Yeah. I mean th- you got to rely on those guys Aiden and hopefully they continue to move this thing back closer to the hoop because I, I want to see it too I mean I hate seeing the same game style from every every team I, I like just weird different and ordinary unordinary players for sure yeah, I mean, if we see Sixers versus Lakers in the finals, which is a possibility, I think the Clippers will have something to say about that, but there'll be a lot of bigs playing. Is that is that your pick, then? That is my pick. Love it. Okay, I'm a Clippers-Sixers guy, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, I think there's only two teams in the East right now um, that can make it, and that's Bucks sixers and then I think there's uh, three or four in the West. No, there's there, now that the Warriors, I had the Warriors in contention at the beginning before the year, but now it's just three. Um, and that'd be the Lakers, Clippers, Rockets. Why do you have the Clippers over the Lakers, even though there's obviously some obvious reasons, but just from your point of view? Yeah, to be honest, it's just their depth is incredible. And I just think two guys that can D up LeBron and AD. I mean, I, I think Kawhi has got the title right now. I mean, last year he took over the title as best player in the league. And then you put another top 10 player that fits perfectly with them even though I think LeBron and AD fit perfectly together I just think their their depth trumps it and uh, I don't I mean I haven't seen any signs LeBron's going to get back to like a hundred percent peak LeBron he's still going to be really good but he I mean he's trending downward I'd say you think so I think he's coasting playoff LeBron that, playoff, that, that's my... playoff LeBron is a real thing you know correct no no, no. I, I definitely think he's coasting right now but I mean <laughs> age and it's it's going to happen at some point but I mean until I see him back at 100% until the playoffs come and I see him like I, I'm not saying he can't get back there I absolutely think he can but 
I definitely think, I mean, at this rate right now, yeah, he's trying – because I think he's relying on AD, and I don't blame him. I think he should. Yeah. Um, and th- you want to empower your young guy that has unlimited potential as well to try to untap it. Um, so I think he's doing everything correctly, but uh, is except defense. <laughs> is defense. It, isn't it? Isn't it a little better this year? It, yeah, but I mean, it's that's not saying much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything's better from what it's been the last few years. It's true, true. Zach, where can we find you, man? Where can we find you on social media and tell us where we could find your podcast? You got it. Interact with me anytime. I appreciate it. And it's C-A-K-N-O-B-L-E on Twitter. Uh, I'm pretty active on there all the time. And that's the main spot on social media. But Four Seasons Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and that's 4-S-E-N-S. And then we're all over Ball is Life. So I appreciate any support. Thanks for being here. You're always welcome back on the show. Appreciate it, man. Have me anytime. Good combo. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Combos Court. Big shouts to Zach for joining in. We appreciate you. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combos Court. Take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your IG stories, tag me at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. I'll repost it. Share this episode with a friend. Enjoy your weekend. Be on the lookout for episode 109. Combo out.